Welcome to the Mikvah Minute with Gabrielle Hodes, an Eden Center production exploring different aspects of Mikvah and immersion. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back from our extended summer break. I hope that you're all finding ways to cope amongst the chaos and unpredictable nature of these times. We now find ourselves in the month of Elul, Erev Rosh Hashanah, a time of introspection and return, which I think is a great time to discuss the topic that I promised you in our last episode, how to make our mikveh experience more meaningful, spiritual and relevant to us. This is a huge topic and I don't think that I'll get to it all today. In fact, I think that I may only scratch the surface. Before delving into this subject, I want to point out to those of you who go to the mikveh and who are not looking for extra meaning, your mikveh immersion is not less worthy in any way than your friend who is looking for the mikveh to be a spiritual experience. We're all different and we keep the mitzvot and experience our religion and spirituality in diverse ways. I think that the first thing that we need to do to make the mikveh meaningful to us is to make the experience our own, literally own it. We can ask ourselves how we want to transition from Tumah to Tahara. What do we want from the mikveh? Do we want the mikveh to connect us to ourselves, to our bodies, to our values, to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, to our spouses? Do we want the mikveh to help us to be the highest version of ourselves? Now, it's important to recognize that what we want from the mikveh will change from month to month and from year to year. We show up differently all the time due to external circumstances and situations and due to physiological changes. We often compare a woman's cycle to the moon. Our hormones wax and wane each month and our hormone levels vary in intensity at different seasons and stages in our lives. These changes impact our mood, energy level, appetite and desire to do things. Some women feel that they're most energized around the date that they need to go to the mikveh. This is in line with a rise in estrogen. Others don't have this energy boost. Let us accept and recognize that sometimes we want to and are able to spend more time preparing mentally, physically or spiritually and other times we don't or can't. We can still make our mikveh visit meaningful and positive and a powerful reminder that we exist, even if it's brief. Desire to go to the mikveh, or desire in other areas in our life, doesn't usually fall from the sky or land in our lap. We often have to be proactive to make it happen. You create and craft your visit to the mikveh, and your preparation in a way that works for you. You need to figure out what makes your visit to the mikveh more pleasurable, and what turns you off. We can ask ourselves questions to better understand what we want from our visit to the mikveh to look like and to ensure that the way we engage with the mikveh is fulfilling for us. I want to suggest to you a few questions that you can think about. I formulated them into a reflective questionnaire which I'm attaching to this podcast. Take your time to think about the following questions and write your answers and thoughts down. By doing so, there is a better chance of making the changes happen. I want to invite you to think about how do you want to prepare? Do you want to create a ritual around your immersion? What do you like or dislike about preparing for the mikvah? About immersing? About coming home from the mikvah? 
What could you do more or less of to enhance your experience? How can you experience your enjoyment of certain elements of the mikvah experience which you currently don't enjoy so much? What can you do differently? How does going to the mikvah affect your mood, your relationship with Hashem, your relationship with your body, your relationship with your spouse? Is your mikvah experience bringing you closer to God or is it pushing you away? Do you want your spouse to be involved? And if so, in what way? What role do you want the mikvah attendant to play? How are you going to communicate that to her? These are a few suggestions of things that you could ask yourself. and I'm sure that you would come up with plenty more. Once you have answers, you can start working on designing your mikvah experience to be unique and meaningful to you. This time of year is all about tshuva. Erica Brown writes in her highly recommended book, Return, Tshuva, the belief and the mandate that we really can and must change is one of the greatest gifts that Judaism gave the world, and it is one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves, one that demands hard internal work because Tshuva requires good decision making. I invite you to take the opportunity next time you go to the mikveh to make the decision to return to yourself pay attention and listen to your needs and wants and then make a concrete plan to make sure that your mikvah experience meets those needs. And by doing this, the mikvah will act as a vehicle to not only connect you to Hashem and to your husband, but will also help you connect to you. Shana Tova. Is there someone in your life that you want to honour? Someone who has helped you out or inspired you? Maybe it's a medical professional or a teacher or a yoetzet who went above and beyond to help you, or a yard site or death that you want to mark. Please consider making a donation to support this podcast in honour of a special person in your life. This episode of Wisdom and Wellness was recorded by Shani Tarragon, music courtesy of Shimona Gottlieb, and is a product of the Eden Centre. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback, sponsorships, and support. You can reach us at www.theedencenter.com.